My name is Tia, and this is my journey on how I learned to bloom. Thanks for listening. Hello, you guys. Okay, I am here sitting at my little setup, and I am very ready to record a podcast by myself. I feel like it's been a while. Uh, I know that I took a little break there from posting, and then a couple of my last ones were with other people. So I'm really excited to sort of get into it and do a individual one again. And I'm really excited about this topic, actually. Um, (laughs) I had a hard time trying to figure out exactly what I was going to be talking about. I kind of toyed with a few things and yeah, I felt like pretty uninspired, I would say. Um, I have I've probably mentioned this before, but I have a long list of topics that I can talk about, but I need to like really be feeling it in order to want to actually record about it. So that's what I was having a hard time figuring out. And I kind of thought that I would talk about emotional intelligence, um, which there's a lot to be said about that. And it's such a multifaceted conversation. Uh, however, I am reading a book about it right now, which is why I thought, hey, let's talk about it soon, you know, sooner rather than later. Um, but again, just wasn't really feeling inspired about it. Um, so I actually, all of a sudden, got a like spark of inspiration in regards to another topic yesterday. And I was literally just trying to figure out why I got the spark of inspiration about it, and I cannot remember now. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of inconvenient, but it's okay. (laughs) Um, But basically, I was thinking about something last night or yesterday afternoon, and it got me thinking about, like, my identity. And, you know, my identity as a whole, sure, but specifically my identity when it comes to motherhood and... Yeah, just like identity after having children, identity during motherhood, identity throughout having children and parenting and whatnot, Um, because I think that that is a very common challenge that a lot of people have when they're parents, because all of a sudden, the most important thing to you is just taking care of this life, Uh, child, children, whatever it may be. And so it's easy to lose yourself. It's easy to put yourself on the back burner and forget about the things that are important to you or the things that you want to achieve in your life. Because, yeah, I mean, there's only so much emotional capacity in a person's day-to-day life, right? So if you're busy prioritizing your children, which, I mean, obviously you should, but that just doesn't always leave room to prioritize yourself, which is also important, equally as important. In fact, I feel confident saying because if you're not happy, then you can't be the best version of yourself for your children or whoever it is that you're taking care of, right? Which it's it's kind of, it's like a catch-22. You gotta, it's like the, okay, you know what it is? It's the analogy of putting your life vest on before you put on someone else's or or what is it your life vest or your um like air mask in an airplane you know you know when you're on the airplane and they always say make sure you put on your oxygen mask before you assist others that's what it is you got to take care of yourself before you can be what others need from you and not that you should solely take care of yourself so that you can take care of others It's just a good reminder, you know, because I find myself, for me personally, when I'm not 
prioritizing myself. It's because my excuse is always like, oh, well, I got to do this, this, and this for the kids. And I have to remind myself like, okay, your kids are your most important thing in life. So do them a favor by also taking care of yourself. So yeah, I don't know. It's, I know it's something that we all deal with when it comes to parenthood specifically. Um, which if you're not a parent and you know, you, you don't necessarily relate to this specifically, totally understandable. What I will say is that you probably have had some sort of identity crisis at some point in your life. And for me, my biggest identity crisis was and has been during motherhood. I had children really young. I got pregnant at 19 and then I had my first at 20. And then I was a single parent, which if you've listened to previous episodes of mine, you know the entire story. Uh, Not only was I a single parent, but I was also a victim of domestic violence. And so, you know, it's not like I had this co-parenting relationship where I was supported by the other parent and everything was (laughs) happy-go-lucky. It was definitely um, a lot of survival and a lot of exhaustion. So obviously that makes a difference in your single parenting journey. But yeah, so I was, you know, going through all that. And obviously, my number one priority was not who I wanted to be and what I needed to do for myself. My number one priority was taking care of my daughter and literally just surviving that. And the other thing too, is that because I was in my early adulthood, It was also extra difficult because that is the period of time where you should be exploring yourself and figuring out what it is exactly that you want as a person and as a member of this world. But that wasn't my focus because my focus was solely on (laughs) surviving domestic violence. I, I mean, I laugh, but obviously it's not funny. It's just so bizarre to think about. It's every time I think about how I went through that and how, how I had to like literally survive that. It's just, it's kind of surreal. Um, so that's why I often sort of giggle to myself, but obviously I know that it's not actually funny. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I, I wasn't out there going to college and trying to figure out who I was and what I wanted to be and what I wanted out of life. I was trying to survive and quite literally and emotionally, um, and take care of an infant. So So that presented its own thing too. Like, not only was I a single parent, like, who the hell am I? I was a single early adult, 19, 20, like, oh, I extra don't know who I am. So yeah, there were years and years where I kind of just existed. And gosh, yeah, if you've been through a similar situation, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, had anybody said, you know, what do you want? What do you want out of life? I mean, sure, I would have been able to say like, I want happiness and I want stability for my daughter. Like, you know, obviously I knew what I wanted in the long term, but in terms of what does Tia want specifically for herself as like a personal goal or specifically what I want to do with my life and like my ambitions, you know, just my sort of like surface level ambitions, I couldn't even tell you because it just wasn't happening in my brain. It was not in the forefront of my brain. I tried out so many different things throughout teenagehood. Like I had the classic like emo gothic phase and then I had the like artsy 
phase. I mean, I would say that is just who I am as a human being, but I like really sent it. Uh, you know, I had my like vegan, vegetarian, dreadlock, like I experienced so many things in teenagehood. In fact, gosh, I partied so much and I would say that I lived a more advanced and mature, for lack of a better word, lifestyle in my uh, teenagehood. So yeah, I mean, I think that kind of made up for what I lacked in my early 20s, but obviously it's not the same. But yeah, like, gosh, in those first few years of motherhood, I didn't even know how to dress myself. Like, <laughs> like I was like, you know, 21, and at this point I had just started back to work, and I had found a job that I really liked, and I felt respected and appreciated, and it was work that I enjoyed doing, and it was in a office, and so it was like a professional uh, gig, obviously, and yeah, like, I didn't even know what I liked to wear. Like, what did I, yeah, I, I can't even articulate it properly because even looking back, I remember just feeling lost. Like, okay, here's something that is uh, professional and appropriate. I guess I'll wear that. I couldn't even tell you if it felt like me. And obviously your identity is so much more than just what your physical appearance is, but that was definitely something that I struggled with. And yeah, I don't know. If if you listen to my last episode, I chatted with one of my girlfriends about our experience during single parenthood. And honestly, it was so much more than just single parenthood. Like, it was specifically about our experience in single parenthood as survivors of domestic violence more so. But she referenced a lot how she felt like I was so put together and so, like, confident and I had my shit together and shit. And I'm it's it's interesting hearing that from somebody especially all these years later because I absolutely did not <laughs> um but yeah I find it very interesting that that was her perception of me and that's not the first time I've heard that I have heard that so many times over the years like I used to hear that all the time when I was single oh you like you know have it together how do you do it this and that and Dude, I didn't. Like, I don't know what the hell everyone was seeing, but I didn't. Um, so yeah, it's very interesting. But uh, basically where I'm headed with this is that, yeah, there was that, that level of put-togetherness was, I guess, a uh, facade. I mean, it's weird because when you're in survival mode, I don't think you're, like, well, I know that you're not consciously aware of what kind of facade you're putting on, I would say because survival mode just requires too much of your <laughs> energy to even think about what kind of vibe you're putting off. But yeah, I don't know. It was uh, so much more than, than just my physical appearance, but it's like hard to even articulate. Um, I know that I, I tried so many, so many different things to see, like, is this for me? And I mean, obviously when I was single, I couldn't just go try a pottery class. Like, you know, I had nobody to take care of my daughter. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that I didn't really get to explore passions, but I was always really passionate about painting. And so that was something that I did for a long time. And I mean, I never had any thoughts about an artistic career, I would say. Yeah, not that I can recall. And so that was never something that I explored really. 
I did a semester of women and gender studies while I was pregnant with my daughter and then I tried to continue it when she was like one but yeah I was I, I had to flunk out it was way too hard Sing, I was single working I didn't have a healthy co-parent obviously to like help me with my daughter um I couldn't imagine now as okay I'm a married woman a happily married woman with like an incredibly hands-on partner who's like the best dad and I could not imagine going back to school right now like it would be insane so yeah I mean obviously I have three kids now as opposed to one but still I don't know it's I'm impressed with myself that I even tried to do that honestly but you know, I wanted to finish that for myself. I wanted to say I had a university, I think it was a diploma at the time I was going for, but regardless, I wanted to say that I had succeeded at that and I, I just couldn't. It wasn't, it wasn't something that I was able to prioritize, which is unfortunate, but I felt like that was kind of part of my identity that I was trying to reach for and it, you know, then that didn't happen and I failed in that and, you know, there was a couple different post-secondary type things I tried to go for, like there was a community college who had a certificate program that was only like nine months and you know I thought about that because I was like what do I even want out of my life and yeah there were a couple different programs I was really excited about like I I had even paid the admission fee and yeah I was gonna do it and then it always just came down to like money and resources and yeah I could have got a student loan and to be honest, I don't even remember the specifics of why I didn't do it. I just didn't. I just got comfortable in my office job, which looking back, I'm actually really glad that I didn't do that and that's fine. But yeah, that was just all a part of my identity crisis. Like, what am I even doing with my life? But again, back to single parenthood, it's really hard to plan in advance because you just really don't know. Like, I mean, it's already hard to plan in advance. Like, gosh, it's hard for me now in my in my regular life, but it felt even more difficult single because, yeah, it's just lack of resources. And you don't know, like, look, I ended up meeting somebody. I had no intention of, I shouldn't say I had no intention. Obviously, I wanted to meet somebody, but I did not, genu I genuinely did not believe that it was going to be in the plan, right? So, yeah, it's just so many unknowns when you're single. Um, so, yeah, that was... I don't know it just felt like a constant blur of identity crisis and if you don't know exactly who you are then how could you possibly know what is gonna fuel your fire or what is gonna give you your passion back in life and perhaps your identity crisis is resulting in some mental health issues i mean gosh we haven't even touched on postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety you know these things that happen to us when we experience birth or gosh even just like being a parent it's so isolating especially if you're a stay-at-home parent then there are so many feelings of loneliness and isolation that you experience that inevitably turn into questioning what exactly you want out of your own life so yeah it kind of felt like I was hovering in that for a really long time and you know what like I want to say that really the only time I hadn't experienced that was when I was really into the swing of my previous career, which was in property management. You know, the last year, I want to say, doing it, I was on top of the world. I knew exactly what I wanted. I was getting my real estate license. 
you know, like I was just, I was headed in a good direction. And then I actually ended up having another child uh, single, which was a plan, but a <laughs> um, not super thought out plan, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I guess I could talk about that more specifically one day, but today's not the day. Um, but yeah, you know, like I just... I don't know. I, I, yeah, once I had that second child, then, oh, okay, we're back into the cycle again of like feeling isolated and well, shit, what am I doing with my life? And then COVID hit, you know, like, oh man, it was just, it's been so brutal. I feel like in the last few years for anybody, regardless of if you have a child or not, like, I just feel like this pandemic has really thrown everybody for a loop. And I think we're all sort of questioning, like, what are we even doing with our lives? And now I have a third child and that has started the cycle all over again for me. I, you know what, I don't even feel like I hit the end of that cycle before I had this third child, even when my, okay, so I'm just trying to think about how old my second born was when I conceived. I guess he was a year and a half. Yeah, so he was a year and a half. So I mean, gosh, I was even still pretty fresh postpartum. A year and a half postpartum is not that long in my opinion. And yeah, I had not figured out what I wanted to do. I actually ended up, so I got pregnant with our third and that was when I was going through the career transition. Um, I was leaving property management and I was like, oh my God, what am I even going to do with my life? And we were and are lucky enough that I actually don't have to go back to work if it wasn't what was best for my family or if I didn't want to. So yeah, I was just off work and, but I, I wanted something, you know, like I've always been pretty ambitious and it's hard for me to do nothing. Not that I think staying at home is doing nothing. Staying at home is the hardest job. It's way harder than going to work in my opinion. I just mean that it's hard for me to be stagnant. Like even if I was working a job, being stagnant in that job also does not work for me so I don't know there's just something about being at home and I I don't know maybe it isn't even this is this is sort of a hard one and if you're listening to this and you know the feeling I'm talking about like just know that I appreciate that because <laughs> it's a hard one to put into words like how is parenthood so satisfying and rewarding but also so exhausting and isolating like isn't it bizarre that it's both so yeah it was even while I was pregnant with my third that I realized like okay I am gonna need something else besides this something else to fuel my fire and to give me a break from how hard parenting is and obviously I wanted it to be something where I could make money because then it's sort of a win-win situation I'm doing something for myself and also I'm bringing in income for my family. So that's actually when I decided to become a doula. And I was so excited and passionate about that. And obviously I still am. But I would say the difference now is that it's not as much work as I was hoping it would be. And a lot of it is circumstantial. We did just recently make a big move right after I had built a pretty large client base in the previous town that we were living in. So obviously, you know, having to rebuild that has been a little bit tricky. So it's a mixture between that. And then also my children are just so young. It is a bit hard to <laughs> leave in the middle of the night for a birth, obviously. Lately, it just hasn't been filling the cup that I need filled. But then of course, that brought me to a whole new identity crisis because if I'm not a doula, well then what am I doing now? 
And then that brought me to the podcast. (laughs) And I'm so happy I have this podcast. Oh man, it is such a piece of me that is truly just for me. And I love every second of it. Even the times that I'm not feeling super inspired, I still love that I get to do this, obviously. And wow, hey, like what a privilege to have this identity crisis. Like I have the capacity to even think about that and to think about like, God, what do I want? So I just feel lucky that I even have that at all. And it is truly a blessing that I can pursue these passions and I have someone in my life to support me during that. And also with that being said, I still haven't been feeling like full enough, you know, I still feel like I need more. And yeah, I I really don't think that I could put it into words, but it just sort of hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh my gosh, I need to go back to work. And again, I don't have to go back to work. So, you know, just having it hit me like that as something that I truly need for me was really interesting. And yeah, I'm, this is the, the position that I'm in right now in my life is a new position for me. You know, it's a new territory and I'm grateful for it. So yeah, it's, um, (laughs) it's all about figuring out what you want and who you are. And I'm just looking forward to getting a piece of me back when I go back into the workforce. And I have a job that's for the most part, uh, lined up already. I might actually be starting next week that those details aren't completely nailed out, but I'm so excited about the position. It is in my area of expertise and something that I thrive at and my potential boss is very cool. And yeah, I'm just, I'm very excited and I think it will be so good for me and my mental health. So yeah, it's, it's all a work in progress, right? Like who knows how I'll feel in six months? Who knows how I'll feel in a year even? I think one thing for me is that I'm noticing I have the same repeating pattern of when I start to lose my identity, and that is after I have a baby, which we are done having children, so I feel like that aspect of finding myself again can only be on the up and up, but, you know, who knows? Life is crazy. Like, there are so many things that can cause you to second-guess who you are, and gosh, even if it's not trauma or a sudden life change, just growing causes you to second guess who you are, right? Like, if you're not growing, then what are you even doing? So yeah, I guess this is all an inevitable part of life, but it's, it can be really tricky. So I don't know, I kind of just wanted to talk it out and kind of get those thoughts out there. It is completely normal to feel like you've lost yourself after you have a child because, like I said when I started this, you are so focused on that tiny human being or tiny human beings, right? And yeah, it's just, I don't know, I want to talk about it more. I mean, people talk about the bounce back when it comes to your body postpartum, but I feel like we don't talk about the... I don't want to use the word bounce back, but just to sort of use it as a parallel, like the bounce back emotionally and the bounce back in regards to who you were before and how you can integrate that into who you are now. Because, I mean, I want to make it super clear. I don't want to be who I was before I gave birth. What I want is to be able to find that piece of me that allowed myself to be who I wanted 
and that allowed myself to go after what I wanted. So yeah, that's where I'm at for now. And obviously, this is a never ending conversation over the years of my life. I'll have more identity questions, potentially crises. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, obviously identity changes like that's I don't know. I find that to be a beautiful thing in life. Like obviously not knowing who you are and what you want is challenging. Um, but the the ebbs and flows of like your desires and and what fills your cups and how those change. I just find that like really cool and beautiful. And I like looking back to things that I thought I wanted, you know, 10 years ago that are just so different now. So yeah, this is just the start of my conversation in regards to this, but I think I'm going to end it there because, uh, yeah, I just, I kind of wanted to keep this one a little bit short and sweet and just say to whoever's listening, you are not alone. If you ever feel like, oh my God, what do I want? You know, this, this whole narrative that you have to have your life figured out by the time you're 17, 18 and graduating high school, I think that's absolute bullshit. And it is normal to want to grow and change and it is normal to have children and be like oh my god who am i and obviously you know there are some parents out there who their goal is to be at home and raise their children and do that and what i will say to you is i have so much admiration for you like it's just such a hard job. And if you're more like me and you're at home and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm suffocating, <laughs> then I want you to know that I see you and it's okay to find something that fills your cup. And you know what? It's okay if you need to fill a cup, even if you're happy being an at-home parent, because it is completely natural for us as human beings to have several cups that need to be filled by several different people or several different avenues, right? Like that's, we are human beings. We have so much to us. We're, we're like onions. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's just like a Shrek thing or whatever, but if you haven't seen Shrek and you're like, why are you calling us onions? It's because he's you know we're like onions there's so many layers to peel back um okay so now you got to go watch shrek because obviously that's a great uh animated movie so anyways um yeah i just i don't know i i want to normalize the fact that it's okay to need more and want more and to be like who the hell am i in the process of that and i think that's something that i'm just now getting comfortable with and i mean i'm still young i'm 27 but i'm also like you know, when I think about how I'm just getting used to that now, and I've already been a parent for seven years, oh, I feel late to the game in a sense, right? Like, uh, but you know what? That's, that's life. And that's, that's okay. Okay. Also something that's so funny is obviously while I'm recording this, I'm like editing it. So I just went back and listened to some of the episode a little bit earlier. I want to say it was like, yeah, more at the beginning, maybe the mid. I was coloring while I was talking and you can like hear the scratching of the coloring. So if you're at this point in the episode and you were wondering what that scratching sound was, yeah, that was just me coloring while I was chatting with you. So, <laughs> oh man, I have so much fun doing these and I just want you guys to know that I love and appreciate you so much. And when I see my views, it really is what keeps me going and doing this. Obviously in um, sequence with my love for it and just my overall passion for it.
Okay, and before I wrap this one up, the other thing I want to say, just sort of trailing back to the fact that I am now going to be going back to work, um, I am going to be releasing episodes probably more like bi-weekly as opposed to weekly because, I mean, with our summer plans, I got a little bit behind. There was, I want to say, like two or three weeks where I left you guys hanging, so thank you so much for being patient during that break. We were just... uh living our best summer lives. We had a few road trips this summer, which were amazing. Um, But yeah, I think with going back to work, I'm going to just need a little bit more time on a regular basis. So I'm going to just put it out there that it's going to be more like, yeah, bi-weekly, twice a month episodes. And if you happen to get an extra one, or if I get into the swing of things and I'm able to do them weekly again, then great, I'll do that. But I'm going to set the expectation as twice a month. So again, thank you so much for all your love and support. And thanks for listening while we learn to bloom. Mm